0: Welcome to Wisdom Tips, everybody. Thank you so much for joining in. I am so excited to be here tonight on Wisdom Tips. I know it's been a while, about three weeks actually, but we're going to talk about just why I wasn't able to come on for the last three weeks because I want to be accountable. And we know we talk about that on Wisdom Tips, how you need to be accountable. So I am so excited to be here. Those of you who don't know me, I'm Dr. Connie Green. Your host here on Wisdom Tips here every Tuesday, every I'm I'm sorry, every Thursday at seven o'clock, dropping pearls of true wisdom so you can live a victorious life and giving you the tools that you would need to do that. So the night's topic I want to talk about is how to overcome life disappointments part one, how to overcome life disappointments part one and that's what we're going to talk about today because the reason i wasn't here for three weeks it was on what put it in the chat life disappointments sometimes life disappointments will come when you least expect it it comes out of nowhere everything can be going great everything can be going fine and then all of a sudden life comes life hits situations circumstances sicknesses and all kind of things can come your way and can make you very disappointed and yes i must admit i was very disappointed that i wasn't able to get on wisdom tips for the last three weeks but i tried my best but guess what it just didn't happen so how do we overcome life disappointments we overcome life disappointments by going through life disappointments put it in the chat it's life you got to live it out There's no need in you pretending like it didn't happen. No need in you thinking that it was your fault. But sometimes things, it's not going to always be your fault. It's just going to be things in life that happens that come up and pop up in your life. that's nothing you can do about it. So ain't no need of you worrying about it. Ain't no need of you crying about it. You just got to live it out. Okay, put it in the chat if you can. Just live it out. Take a deep breath and say, okay, I'm going to just ride this on out and see where this is going to go. I mean uh, my sister told me one time I never will forget she was going through some situations and things and and she said that there was something that was going on in her job and they was uh cutting her pay and thinking about even uh this this continuing her job and she said but you know what I've been praying kind of And she said I'm just gonna sit here and watch this movie and see how it's gonna come out so that's what I had to do I had to sit there and watch the movie to see how it was gonna come out and you know what it came out in my favor So when you think about life disappointments, what I would say, number one thing you need to do instead of getting upset and and being afraid and and getting upset and frustrated and wanting to give up and throwing the towel, pray, take a deep breath and pray and ask God to help you get through that situation. And if if you have a personal relationship with God, you know how to do that. And if you have a prayer life, you don't have to worry about pumping up no prayer because you talk to him every day, right? And if you're not, you need to start talking to him, so you because you don't want to wait till you start going through something to start having a prayer life hello hello somebody i'll put that in the chat yeah let me say it again you don't want to wait when life disappointments hit you and start trying to figure out how you're going to pray the best thing to do is start having a prayer life and having a relationship with god so when things hit you and and out of the blue and come out of nowhere then you'll know how to be peaceful and calm because you know God got your back so I would say pray and if you're a believer you got to exercise that faith that faith muscle that we talk about oftentimes young wisdom tip you got to have that so if you have those two things when life hits you first thing you take a deep breath you pray seek God's faith and then you start exercising that faith and then I want you to say out loud and clear do I have any about on this broadcast right now I don't see no comments right now if you hear on this broadcast right now I want you to say it out loud in your house then I want you to write it in the comments say it out loud I am a overcomer say it again I am a overcomer that's what I had to tell myself I am a overcomer I'm gonna beat this and then I was a scripture that I read where I was going through what I was going through in 1 John 5 and 4, it says, for everyone who is born of God is an overcomer. So I knew I was born of God and I was, and I knew I was an overcomer through the scriptures, what it said. And I know every day when I get up in the morning and if I'm breathing and I'm walking, I'm in my right mind, I have overcome that day. And so that's how you have to look at yourself as an overcomer. If you wake up in the morning and the deaf angel didn't come your way, and your family is doing just fine and everybody woke up in their right mind you are overcomer to this world you overcome in your life that day so don't take it lightly give God praise every day that you're able to wake up somebody didn't wake up this morning but you did so give God praise about that and so remember that you are overcomer and this is the victory that has overcome the world even our faith and we talked about that faith you got to exercise that message and then first John sixteen thirty three also also says I have these things it says I have said these things to you This start my Jesus he said I said these things to you that in me you will have peace so when I went through that life disappointments those last three weeks I had to remember that I had the peace of God that passes all understanding even when I wanted to fear I had to just calm myself down and give it to him because i couldn't do anything about it but sit there and let god have his way and there wasn't no need to worry about it right it said in this world you should have tribulations and so god took me to that scripture and i remember reading that scripture and i said okay in this world we will have tribulations so if we know that and we know what the word of god says then we need to get excited because we know we have tribulations and we have overcome the world we know god got our back so that's one way you can just rejoice and knowing that no matter what i'm going through god has my back and you know in my opinion i feel like every child of god should desire to be overcomer yeah if you are a believer you need to desire to be overcome. You may say, well, I'm not overcome. I don't pray like I used to. You know, I'm not that build up in the, in the scriptures where well, you need to get in the scriptures and you need to start having a prayer life so you can exercise that faith that God has given us and he wants us all to be overcome as so I already spoken into your life. So why don't you just act like it, walk like it, talk like it. lift your head up and let the enemy know who you are, right? So it's one thing to be saved by grace. A lot of people want to use that grace card to feel like they can do in and everything they want to do, but that's not what that grace card is all about. We've we've already done a class on that. You need to go back and read that on, on grace. It would be powerful. Those of you that haven't read, read it, just go back to the, the YouTube channel and scroll back through about grace, the topic that we talked about on grace, and you will be amazed what true grace really is. You know, so you know, if we say by grace. You know, it's, it's quite another thing to be saved by but it's quite another thing to really live out being an overcomer and living a victorious life. And how do you do that? By, you, you do that by living the life that God told us to live. He said, holiness of hell, no man will see the Lord. And we got to read that word and we have to have a relationship with God. You know, many books tell us about how we can win in life. It's thousands of them out there. Everybody want to know how to win. Everybody want to know how to be successful. Everybody want to know how to lose weight. Whatever your topic is, whatever you want and you desire to do, you go and you get a book, right? But did you not know that there is only one book that teaches us how to be an overcomer in life? And even when we have a life disappointments. So somebody may say, well, you know, I've been sick and you don't understand what I'm going through. I, I got a failed marriage or my son or my daughter is on drugs or my son dropped out of college. Or I lost money, I lost my job. How can I be an overcomer when all this stuff is happening to me? I'm here to tell you, it's not your problem. The battle is the Lord's, it's not ours. So that's what I want you to remember too. And if you give it to the Lord and you just ride it out and let God have his way. Sometimes he allows us to go through things like that, life disappointments, to break us, to make us, to mold us, to call us into the office. My husband often say, Pastor Green, he often says when God go, does, you know, breaks that, uh, when we get sick and we end up in at home or on, on our bed of affliction or in the hospital or we're sick or whatever, God is just calling you in the office to talk to you. When he used to say that, I didn't understand it until I started getting sick. And when I started going through some situations where I couldn't lift my head up off the pillow, then I understood and then I realized that it was true. That's when God talked to me. That's when he had the attention. When COVID came, it got all of our attention. The whole world was shut down. And so god shut everything down we had no other choice if you were a believer but to pray and seek god's face some people that didn't have the lord on their side and didn't know god they committed suicide some people were jumping off of bridges some people was blowing their brains out and all this kind of stuff but thank god you knew god and but you were able to what persevere because you knew how to go back to the basics praying getting on your knees and asking god to help you and so first Corinthians is one of my favorite scriptures in verse 15 i think chapter 15 verse 58 actually says therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast unmovable always abiding in the work of the lord for as much as ye know your labor is not in vain and so you may be going through something right now and you feel like your labor's in vain. Maybe you've been the best Christian you know how to be and you you have a relationship with God and you feel like everything wrong is going on in your life. Don't be discouraged. The Bible says, be ye steadfast. The word steadfast simply means stand still till you see the salvation of the Lord. Don't move, don't give up, don't throw in the tower, don't get discouraged. Don't say I ain't going to be able to make it. I'll never be well. I'll never get the money I need. I'll never get the right job. I'll never go to school. No, no, no. Stop. Stop it. Stop it right now. The scripture says, be steadfast, unmovable, always abiding in the what? Work of the Lord. Keep doing his work. Think about somebody else that, that, that needs help more than you need help. Maybe somebody is sick in their home. They don't have somebody to come and rub their head and give them tea and give them soup. Go check on them, do something for them. And you'll be surprised how God will turn your situation around because you were doing the work of the Lord. In James chapter 1 and 12, it says, Blessed is the man that remains steadfast. Woo! You ought to write these scriptures down. We just talked about be steadfast. And now he's telling us to remain those that remain steadfast under trials. For when he has stood the test of time, he will receive a crown of life. Woo! Hallelujah! You mean we'll get reward for standing still and seeing the salvation of God? Yes, we will. Which God has promised him that love him. God said he promised that to us. If we love him. And you know what? If we really love God, we won't hurt him. When we sin, did you not know you hurt God? How about you? If you have a husband and he's been unfaithful to you, doesn't that hurt you? You loved him to death and you've given up your life for a lot of things just to make sure that the family was taken care, making sure your husband was taken care. Then all of a sudden he hurts you. You thought he loved you, but he hurt you. And now you're grieving. God feels the same way. When we sin, it hurts God. If you love God, you won't hurt God. Let me say that again, put it in the chat if you hurt god you won't sin continually yeah sometimes we'll make mistakes and you may have a fall and i'm not saying god gonna just push you off he said he'd give us a chance to get back up all we have to do is pray and ask god to forgive us and he will but i'm talking about people that continue to sin over and over again you don't love somebody if you keep doing that even if you have a relationship and you keep being unfaithful you don't love that person you're just using that person so when God see us doing things like that that's how he feels and the most deadly enemy in in a Christian walk is sin so that can be deadly so don't allow things to happen like that in your life if you really love him you you don't have to worry about fighting about it it's the battle belongs to the Lord so we're not alone amen so the Bible also says whosoever is born of God does not sin oh yeah that's in first John 5 and 18 go back and read it since you want to ride on that grace thing go back and see it the Bible said whosoever is born of God do not sin so you can't keep saying well I can't help it oh yes you can if you really love him and you really love the word of God and you really love being a Christian you will not hurt God to continue to sin but he told us that if if we do love Him, we will not sin so according to scripture also it says for everyone who is born of God overcomes the world and so if we over how can we overcome the world without sinning and 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 doing the stuff that we no ain't right get back into the word of god you know what you should and should not do the bible said victory that has overcome the world even our faith that's what it's all about because god has already given that to us and we already are overcomers he said who is he that overcomes the world he that believeth in jesus christ so if you believe in jesus christ you should know you're a overcomer all right now And another scripture that I really, really love is the love of God, how he loves us so much. Human beings can't love us like God. The Lord died for us. He died for our sins when he had no sin in him. He loved us. Jesus. I mean, God gave Jesus his only son to us and died for us, took our sins upon the cross. So nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. The Bible said, Who can separate us from the love of God or the love of Christ? Should tribulations, should distresses, should persecution, or famine, or neckness, peril, or sore, 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 nothing, nothing. He said, Nay, none of these things, because we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. So you might be going through some distressed times and some distressed places. Right now, I'm talking to somebody. You may be going through tribulations right now famine right now you may be naked don't have anywhere to live no clothes or anything a parable you know peril and that means you know tr- trouble in the sea or or in your home or in your finances but god has not left you he still loves you so let's think about that. let's look at the definition and think about what it really is according to Webster's dictionary According to Webster's Dictionary, it says it's a person who overcomes something, one who succeeds in dealing with or gaining control of some problem or difficulties. Now, that's the Webster Dictionary, but I like the Bible Dictionary more. It says it's a person who defeats someone or something in conflict, struggle. The saints, in other words, are overcomers of the evil one, which is Satan which is our enemy he is our enemy and that's who we can defeat we can how can we defeat him by living by the word of God by knowing the word of God prayer spiritual warfare fast and turn down the plate and and and, and praying over the situation and believing God to work it out amen so you can do that you're overcoming it now so when I was studying this topic You know, as I thought through the topic of life's disappointment, when I first started Wisdom Tips Show, I questioned myself of of what would be the best way that I could help someone through certain circumstances in life. Since I specialize in helping amazing women survivors overcome life disappointments, I studied on that topic over and over again. But I knew a lot about the topic because I went through a lot of things in my life, a lot of disappointments, and God helped me successively get through every single one of them and i was able to live a victorious life i just didn't want to talk have a talk show i i just didn't want to be talking for the sake of talking i wanted to be meaningful i want to be you know have impact i wanted to do or teach on principles and and practical things that people can understand and i wanted to give people some powerful tools that's why i started wisdom tips and that's what i do every week to try to get tips to show you how you can get through the setbacks in life that we all go through. Everybody has different situations in life. Your situation may not be my situation. My situation may not be your situation. But one thing I do know, we're going to all go through something. Many people have characterized me as a trauma specialist as well, because I have successfully helped hundreds of women and men find ways of coping and growing and overcoming some of the most traumatic experiences in their lives, so I know what I'm talking about. I've been through some stuff, and I've helped others. And you can get the help you need if you want to. Listen to some of these tips. Listen to what I'm talking about, and I'm telling you, it will work for you. I didn't necessarily even ask for this type of responsibility, and the weight was heavy. And you know, and I realized early in my life that God had endued me with the power that He had given me to be able to stand in this place that I'm in today. And as I have explained earlier in my episodes, and in my early life, uh, you know, with so many struggles that I went through, so many struggles, you know, and I had to work hard to stay strong. My life was full of loss, disappointment, tragedy, trauma. But however, even at the height of my misery, it seemed that there was a supernatural power present pushing me and giving me endurance to prevail and even now just a few three weeks ago I was reminded it was actually four weeks ago when I added it up before I went on to broadcast it was actually four weeks ago when the Lord dropped this topic in my lap and put it in my heart about overcoming life disappointments part one I never knew that it would be me that had to go through this life disappointment so quickly and fast as, as it did. I was really, really shocked. I ended up laying on my back sick for at least 14 days and quarantined 14 days with COVID. Yes, COVID. I was totally shocked. And then I thought about it. I said, if the woman with the issue of blood had to wait for 12 long years, and god touched her how much more would not god touch me so i was determined that despite many obstacles that i had been through even in this year in the last three years i was not quitting it was not an option for me why why did it just seem like it just went by so smoothly it was because it was it was familiar to me life disappointment was familiar i didn't freak out i didn't hoop and holler and cry i didn't get depressed and not that I was so strong about it, but even as a young child, as I remember going through the, the things that I went through, I didn't know how in the world I could survive those, those environments that I lived in, but it was the grace of God that helped me, that lift me up and would not, never, ever let me uh, uh, give up. And I remember my mother telling me, you know, I went back to that. What she told me when I was young, she used to say different things to me. But one thing that really stepped in my mind, she said, it's too late to give up now. When I would be crying, wet on my pillow. God, my mama would tell me that Connie, pray it's not too late. You know it's too late uh, actually for you to give up now but it's not too late for you to pray and ask god to help you he will certainly help you so god helped me during those 14 days and there's so many things he talked to me about i wrote so many notes i've got now i got other books that i want to sh- want to want to start writing i have classes i want to teach god really dealt with me and, and and just poured into me and i felt his presence minute night walking into the room and, and healing me and touching my body, and touching me when I had the fever and shakes, and touching me when I couldn't breathe. He gave me my breath. He blew breath in my life. I'm telling you, God is a good God, and I thank God for him every day. But unfortunately, when we read Genesis chapter 3 and 7, we see where it was just a collapse of God, of humanity, when, when Adam and Eve, with and he they touched the wrong fruit when god told them not to even in in this life that we live in now human life that we live in now, the human creation has never stopped struggling in what would appear to seem like endless areas of our life constantly we're having problems and situations because adam and eve brought it on the, upon us by sinning but god had to come down to earth and, and cleanse and purge us So we can have life so we need to be excited about it and glad about it god has given us an antidote so we can have life and have it more abundantly jesus christ is his name and if you hang in there god will continue to bless you so my hope for this series will be to help you walk through the temptations of life and the struggles and the disappointments and not only that but say goodbye to sin, say goodbye to shame, and say goodbye to your strongholds and be strengthened as you walk in the newness of life. We So just remember to do that. And remember that you too, no matter what you're going through, can get over life disappointments. We all need to learn how to walk in freedom and victory. We all need to learn how to forgive ourselves when we have fallen short of the glory of god we all need to repent of our sins and ask god to forgive us and he will forgive us and he will give us the passion to want to live that life that we want so desperately to live but we're struggling every day if god did it for me he can do it for you and he's done it for others over and over again read the bible get in the bible that's the best book you can get in to get you able to get built up in the most whole in, in your most holy faith and get some strength that you need when you hear the word of god speaking in your heart through the word of the truth the bible is truth it works and there are principles uh that can help you conquer sin and help you conquer disappointments and, and they really work and they work for me and they work for millions so i want them to work for you as well if you just listen to some of these tips that i'm going to share with you at the end of this broadcast so when you keep god's word near you and you give him some attention the enemy will continue to lose territory in your life let me say that again when you keep god's word near your heart and you keep paying god some attention instead of other people attention and facebook and the movies that you're watching on tv all that ungodly stuff that some of us are watching shut it down because the more you open up the door for the enemy and you're looking at unclean things, that's what you're going to be thinking. But when you start looking in the word of God and you got wholesome things and holy things, then you'll start thinking holy things. And then you'll start living a victorious life and a holy life. And it won't be hard for you because you're only going to live what you what you see and what you hear and what you do. So if you want to see, hear and do the right things, look at the right things life of freedom is based on relationship with god you know it's so much easier when you get god as a as as a uh, savior in your life and he becomes a powerful relationship in your life it's so much easier to say yes to jesus than saying a thousand no's what do i mean by that when we're out there in sin, we're constantly saying god help me not to do that god help me to say no god help me to get out of sin you know, why don't you just say yes to Jesus and then you won't have to worry about sin because you don't want to hurt Jesus, do you? So, no. So you're going to always try to do the right things. not saying we're going to be perfect, but you're going to be working every day, dying after self every day, trying to do the best things that you can do. Right. So it's better to say a powerful yes than a million no's. So remember that. And remember, sit boundaries, Satan's oldest trick in the book is to try to tempt us for reaching be beyond ba- our boundaries, doing stuff we ain't got no business doing it can even be doing the right thing you know and they doing it in the wrong way and at the wrong time that's why you need to make sure you pray when you make a decision you say I know that's God I'm gonna do it right now God gave me the vision I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna start a business and then you quit your job now you ain't got no job the business not working you ain't got the money to keep it going and you say but God told me that oh he probably told you that but you did it in the wrong time so you have to wait sure make sure that when God tells you something it's in the right time and when you make that move and don't quit your job amen you know even the right things can be the wrong thing and it'd be exact. So let me give you some examples Adam and Eve they was in the right place at the right time but they reached out and they took the wrong fruit that God told them not to have right uh-huh what about David David seen a beautiful lady up on the roof Bathsheba and what did he do she wasn't he was Bathsheba wasn't his wife but he took her killed her husband and he made a dis- dis- disastrous what decision in his life what happened at a result he lost his child he lost his closest friends he lost his most courageous friends and confidence he decided to bring uh, years of balance in his life and headaches to his family just by doing the wrong things making the right move when you know they shouldn't have that's where i don't want you to do because once you do something and you keep doing it over and over again it's going to be disastrous and you can destroy your whole family your even your life even your health so we don't want to get there right so we want you to embrace embrace God's way of living not your own way of living. keep the right boundaries in your life and then have the desire to have a transformational life and the transformation of life that i'm talking about is a victorious life a life of truth a life of what freedom all right so i hope you enjoyed this tonight I, i really appreciate you tuning in to this broadcast because you don't have to you could be looking at something else but i'm so glad that you chose to watch us tonight. So, where it's time for a break, and when we return from break, we're going to pick up the pieces, and we're going to teach you how you can overcome life disappointment with some powerful, but tips. So, stay tuned. Now, come right back to Wisdom Tips, and and at this time, we're going to go ahead to commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to share with you the tips. Thank you so much for tuning in, and don't forget, come back and share and like and comment. God bless you right
1: Life can be heavy, a burden which at times seems unbearable. It's easy to find ourselves overwhelmed, weighed down, or even crushed. Often these struggles come and go, a nuisance, an annoyance, yet sometimes they grab a hold, gripping every aspect of our lives, pulling us down consuming our hope. It's hard to breathe under the weight of our anxieties. It's difficult to move forward when we're anchored to our worries. But God loves us too much to let us stay this way. He wants to replace our anxiety with hope, our fear with courage, our worries with peace, and our burdens With freedom. In moments when life begins to weigh you down, remember this one simple truth. We serve a faithful God, a God who's offered to carry our burdens and asks us to cast all our cares
0: on him. wisdom tips i am so glad you came back for us here at wisdom tips we have we're going to share with you our tips for the week and we have been talking about how to overcome life disappointments so if you're just joining us please share this broadcast with a friend and comment and hit the notification button so you will know when we upload new content we're so excited again talking about overcoming life to support me. so the tips for the week and we have five of them and tip number one is set boundaries boundaries are important just like your finances are important when you have when you set boundaries in your finances you're not gonna overspend on your credit cards you're not gonna be craving things that you don't really need to put yourself in debt you set those boundaries even with Borrowing decisions. If you know you cannot afford to pay a $300,000 price for a car or a home, then don't do that. Make good, wholesome decisions and set boundaries. If you know how much money you make a year and you think about how much you're going to make, payments you're going to have to make in that new house you're buying, if you can't afford, afford it, set some boundaries and make some good wisdom tips on sitting the boundaries that you know you need in order to live a comfortable life. So manage those credit cards, manage that money that you're spending and blowing, going out to eat or buying designer clothes, which you really don't know you that you really don't really need them at the moment. You probably got a closet full of clothes. If you just go and look in that closet, you may have some very nice outfits that you had forgotten you even purchased so when you set boundaries you're just helping yourself and it'll stop you from being stressed out so much about paying bills if you set the correct boundaries all right tip number two stay within your boundaries we talked about how satan's oldest trick in the book is to try to tempt us into reaching for something that is beyond our boundaries it can even be the right thing at the wrong time we talked about that right tip number three wait on God don't go outside of his will never try to make things happen outside the will of God what am I saying you pray you ask God to do something and he's not working fast enough for you so you go out there and you do it yourself you didn't wait on the Lord you didn't have good courage so he can strengthen your heart you just went on out there and did it so then you got there what you got the situation or the problems concerning the thing that you did that God that you didn't wait for God to do for you and so then you're gonna go and pray ask God to help you but you didn't wait on God so you don't want to do that you don't want to go outside those boundaries that God did never intended you to go because it will always come back to hurt you and lead you into bondage and you don't want to be in bondage with dead you don't want to want to be in bondage in a bad relationship or in or, finances you know go you know spending too much money and, and having problems in your finances you don't want to be in that kind of bondage right I hope not all right I know I'm talking good tonight you ain't saying that but I'm talking good it's gonna help you know if you just listen a little bit and, and and then I want you not only listen I want you to exercise some of these things and see if they work for you and I guarantee they're gonna work for you all right number three I want you to pause if you need to in other words hope I use the word hope to stop you from danger when you look at the word H I want to ask you are you hungry if you're hungry and now and A for angry and L for lonely and T for trouble so H-A-L-T if you're hungry angry lonely or in trouble you will be making decisions off of your feelings and your emotions if any of these things that you're feeling right now in your spirit dominate any part of your feelings that's listed below what i just mentioned you will be more susceptible to give yourself to something outside of the will of god let me say that again this is good i want you to get this one because many times when we are hungry angry lonely or troubled that's when we get in trouble and we don't wait on God and we just working out of our feelings. So please, we don't want you to be in bondage. So stop, take pause, Hulk, and reboot yourself and think about the next day. Let it go. Think about what you're thinking about the next day. Because sometimes when we sleep on stuff, we wake up and we have a better idea of what we need to do and what we need not to do. OK, step number five, don't feed your appetite. What you feel feed will live and what you starve will die. In other words, if you feed your spirit doing stuff, you ain't got no business doing like drinking, getting drunk, having sex outside of marriage, cussing, going to clubs, script clubs, doing all this kind of stuff, looking at the wrong things on TV talking about folk you know you know the sin i ain't got to talk about all this because you know it's all written in scripture but i got a whole list of sins that we do but if you if you if you're hungry for those things and you keep feeding them they're gonna stay alive so some of those things that we're doing we need to stop feeding them so it can die stop at the death stop lying and you'll and then you won't be a, a, a liar you won't be a lying wonder which is one of the things god hates the most is a liar stop lying and you stop that lad then you'll stop telling lies stop running around if you stop running around and stop it then you'll stop running around so stop the stuff that's that's toxic in your life don't feed it and if you don't feed it it will die all right well that's gonna do it for this week episode of wisdom tips with dr connie green join us again next thursday at seven o'clock eastern standard time also on youtube facebook and don't forget crt media network where i was the number one podcaster last month and still on the top 10. so you don't want to miss ctrmedianetwork.com and you can hear my broadcast on that platform as well and remember we ain't got no time for tears of fears Wisdom tips is the principal thing. And all that getting, get an understanding so you can live a victorious life. Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you.